0: All right, take your bounce turn to Ephesians chapter 4, please, Ephesians chapter 4. What a great day to be at church, eh? Amen. Amazing, yes, awesome to see uh, the baptism service and the kids getting baptized. Kathy, I appreciate your testimony today, It touched my heart. I, I was in the very, very back, I couldn't hear every word, but what I heard brought tears to my eyes. And I appreciate the, your sincerity. and, and uh, uh, it's just good to be together as, as a church. I mean, I, I wish it was uh, a little more conducive to get everybody in the baptismal service, but uh, I appreciate uh, all the shuffling around that you did and, and then the baby dedication. Oh, it's just a good day. Just a good day. And a uh, challenge from God's Word already. Um, Ephesians chapter 4. Am I walking worthy of my calling? That's the question that we're all faced with as we turn the page from Ephesians chapter 3 to Ephesians chapter 4. Are you... Walking worthy of your calling. It's not a it's an individual question that you need to ask yourself. Walking worthy of this, uh, this calling to be part of the body of Christ. Uh, that you're you're one with each other, and there's this unity here. And a, it's a serious question that we need to look at. Am I walking worthy? Am I living a lifestyle that is fitting of somebody who's part of the body of christ so first we here have a call to get along with each other we talked about last week to have unity there's unity in the body of christ and so if you're not willing let me be very clear according to the bible based upon ephesians chapter 4 if you're not willing to work through your differences with someone else in the body of christ you're not walking worthy that's what the bible says that's not me that's not my opinion. That's what, here's how you walk worthy. Endeavor to keep the unity of the, uh, the Spirit and the bond of peace. Forbear all these things. So unity is a big part of the body, and we ought to wa- take that serious. I, I challenge Bible Baptist Church to take that serious. Walk worthy by having unity, working out your differences uh, together. Well, today we're going to pick up here in verse number 7, and we'll see here not only a call to get along, but a call to just get involved. Uh, very simple get along with each other, and get involved in what the church is doing. Ephesians chapter 4, let's look at verse number 7. But every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Wherefore, he saith, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Now that he ascended, what is it but that he also descended first into lower parts of the earth, He that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens that he might fill all things. Let's have a word of prayer and I'll give you a couple of things to think about here before we head out for the rest of the afternoon. Heavenly Father, I pray that we'll put things aside now in our minds and our hearts and focus in on what you want to teach us, Father. and That we will learn from the scriptures today how we can be involved in what you're trying to do through Bible Baptist Church in St. Thomas. This is your church, you're the head, we're the body, and Father, we need to surrender to that call and walk worthy. So Lord, help us to be involved and use our gifts for your glory. In your precious name we pray, amen. So first thing here, Ephesians chapter 4, you need to acknowledge your gift. Acknowledge it. You are gifted. If you know Jesus Christ as your Savior, hey kids, look at me, Every, every child, look up here. Teenager kids, look at me. If you know Jesus Christ as your Savior, you're gifted. God gave you a gift. And all of, I mean, in in school, there used to be the gifted class. Maybe you were in that. Maybe you weren't. Doesn't matter. Today, you're in the gifted class. Welcome. This is what it looks like, all right? So we're all gifted. Uh, Not equally gifted, but gifted. And God has given, Christ has given us gifts and uh, there's a diversity of gifts. That's a wonderful thing. We're all unique individuals with diverse gifts and God gives us those gifts. And so if we can sum up the first few verses about you know, getting along as unity, we can summarize the gifts as diversity. And really our unity is found in our diversity. If we were all the same, the Bible Baptist Church could not, would not function the way it should in St. Thomas. It's only because God has called us out, that's the name, the word church, called us out to be part of a body that the Bible Baptist Church can function as a whole, you using your gift, me using my gift, all of us working together in unity, diversified to accomplish the will of God. It's amazing. Uh, this idea of the church is amazing. It is God's idea. It's not our idea. And so when God puts it all together, it's just an incredible thing, this diversity a gift. So our unity is strengthened by our diversity. And so our diversity shouldn't drive us apart, it should drive us together. And there's a great cost to our gift. And in your Bible there, verses 9 and 10 are in parentheses. So it doesn't mean it's not important, it just means it's a kind of a, a, a separate thought. And I won't take time to delve into all that just for time's sake, but the idea is that Jesus Christ did a lot to save our souls and to gift us. He ascended, he descended, he did all those things so that he might uh, gift the church to glorify him. And so he's paid the price for your gift. Uh, I've gotten some amazing gifts over the years. And uh, my wife surprised me one year and bought me a very expensive gift. I wasn't expecting it. And people have been very kind. And you know how sad it would be if you got an expensive gift and just never used it? And here Jesus Christ has given you, given his life for you for your salvation, but also for your gifting so you could use it to glorify him. And if you, if you have a gift, and you do, but you're not using it in the body of Christ, you're not walking worthy. That's, that's the point. That's the passage. And, and so we need to stop ignoring the gift and start identifying our gift. You, you have one. What's your gift? How could you... Use your talents, abilities, your God-given gifts in the confines of the local church to make Jesus Christ uh, more known to those around you. That's the idea. So I, don't ignore it. Don't ident- identify it. It's a false humility to sit around and say, oh, I don't have any talents. I don't have any gifts. I don't have-. That's not true. That's, right. that's a lie. And, and that's really a form of pride if you really look at it. You're, you're focusing more on yourself. God has gifted you. Accept it. Acknowledge it. Thank you, Lord. for Maybe today, maybe this week. Lord, thank you for my gift. I didn't do anything to deserve it. That's what a gift is. A gift is something that you receive undeserved that somebody else paid for. Jesus Christ, salvation. Jesus Christ paid for it, offered it to us free of charge. We receive it. Your gift, paid for by Jesus Christ, offered to you. You have it. You got to use it. You got to use it. Acknowledge your gift. And so, simply... If you want to be part and walk worthy of the vocation, this calling as the body of Christ, acknowledge your gift. Number two, very quickly, apply your gift. (laughs) Apply it. This is a great passage. I have it all there for you. I'm not going to go through all that. We could speak for weeks on that. I'm going to skip down uh, to verse number 16 and just kind of break apart. Verse 16 is like, it's packed full of truth. Like, verse 16 is like my backpack when I try to get all my, all my clothes for a week-long vacation in a, in a personal item. Like, I pack it in there, and I jam it in there, and I, and I stand on it, and I sit. Verse 16 is like packed full of truth. And un, like, when you open that suitcase the first time, it kind of all springs out. Well, this is, if you can get a hold of verse 16, there's a lot of truth there. Look at verse 16. From whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth. According to the effectual working in the measure of every part, maketh increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. Whew, it's a lot of stuff there. Let me just walk through it real quick. Give you some uh, thoughts and application. The Bible here says that the body is fitly joined together. Fitly joined together. The root word uh, in, that, in the Greek is the word lego has nothing to do with the building block. It's a, it's a different language altogether. But interesting, the word is Lego. And it means fitly joined together. Though that's not the same word, it does give us a great illustration. I have here a picture for you of an icon. down. It used to be down at Disney, uh, just outside the Lego store. This is Brickley, the sea serpent, made of Legos. All right? Uh, in that structure there. There's 170,000 plus Legos, building blocks, fitly joined together to make that. You can make anything. There's all, I mean, I, I Googled, Google if you want, you know, the best Lego builds. There's, there's dozens of them, amazing things you can build with Legos. Yeah, yeah that, that same little brick that you step on in the middle of the night can become a piece of art, right? What, when? When, when is it, a piece of art? When it's fitly joined together. When, when it's put together in the right order, at the right place, at the right time, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. In the middle of the night, in the floor, it's a, it's a trip hazard. It is a, it's a health hazard, right? And so, but fitly joined together, it's a beautiful thing. And folks, listen. You can look at your gift and say, you know, I'm not much and I don't have much to offer. But when you take your gift and you fitly join together by God in the body of Christ, It's a beautiful thing. And so that's to say, apply your gift. Figure out your gift. Identify it and then apply it. I'm going to use my gift. If you're having a hard time with that, we have, we're we're by the phones waiting for your call. (laughs) Call anytime. We'll help you figure out your gift and how to apply it. We would love to do that. We need that. The church does not function properly until every brick is fitly joined together. All right, then it says this. Compacted. By that which every joint supplieth. Compacted. It's forced together. It's compacted. Below you is a concrete floor. Below that concrete floor is truckload after truckload after truckload of sand. Sand, sand, sand. Sand, especially right here in this corner of the auditorium, uh, we dug out six feet of dirt that we could not put foundation on because it's bad soil. We had to dig it out six feet, and we had a truckload. I mean, this whole place filled with sand. And here's what we did. And and we would, if you were here, you'll remember this. We had the truckloads would come in and we rented a machine called a compactor. And we just this thing's a big vibrator. It was heavy, and we would just it moved very slow, but we. Just walk around, vibrating, all up and down in rows, back and forth, back and forth in the hot sun. This is in July. I think we poured the concrete in uh, before August. So in July, we're walking back. We would take turns. You know, okay, next, give me some water. And Not that it was hard. It's just hot. We're out there just compacting, compacting, compacting. The concrete floor that is below you would not be where this church would not stand had there not been compaction of the sand beneath us. Right, compacted together, and the Bible says that we, as a church, are compacted together. By which every every joint supplies something. Every piece, every grain of sand is compacted. Every part is compacted together, and every joint, every piece supplies something. We would say it this way: We're firing on all cylinders. Every part's doing. It. Have you ever had a car that? Uh, well, we all have had cars that hasn't run the way it's supposed to. Maybe a misfire. It's not. It, it's not running right. Something's not quite right, and you gotta get it fixed. Well, that's the way a church. Some, sometimes the church of Jesus Christ sputters. It's just not firing on all cylinders. Why? Because it's not unity. Everybody's, this person's mad at this person. There's a big perfuffle and the, and the deacons are fighting like we had last week. The deacons are fighting. The deacons are fighting. Those things happen and, and the church sputters for a little bit. Or maybe it's because one of the spark plugs is missing. One of the parts just aren't, they're not doing what you're supposed to do. But God gave you A gift. And you're supposed to use it so that every joint compacts together, and we fire on all cylinders, and it says this, it makes increase, edifies itself under love, makes increase and edifies. This is the end result. The body uh, grows, and the body increases. And, and, and the increase of in the body is not always in fact, it's not, not really numeric. We're, we're excited about every chair being filled. Uh, my good friend, uh, Mr. Stone is here. And Mr. Stone came in and one of the first things he says is, you guys need a parking lot. I said, we know, we need a church building. We understand that. That's exciting. That's growth one way, we're excited about that. But that's not all growth is. There are a lot of full buildings in churches that there's no growth. And someone has said, you know, the church of Jesus Christ today is, uh, what is this, like a mile wide and an inch deep right it's big but not very shallow so there's growth outward and downward and upward those kind of growth and so every joint and when every body when someone gets up and teaches the word of God because they're gifted then we grow deeper in the things of the, of the Lord. When someone comes in, is encouraging um, and, and just has that gift of encouragement, and we leave encouraged, then we grow upward in our spirit. We have an outward glow. see. There's all kinds of growth. It's not just you know. Can we pack every chair? Yes, but it's more than that. The church grows when every every piece does its part. So how do we walk worthy of our calling in the body of Christ? So far, we looked at two things: get along. Get involved. Unity, diversity. Many years ago, I heard a preacher say this, and I don't know that it's, I think there's some truth to it. I don't know if it's 100% biblical, like I can bank on it like the word of God, but here's what he said God never allows a need to exist in the midst of an obedient people. I mean, I was like a teenager when I heard that, and I still remember it today. God never allows a need to exist in the midst of of an obedient people. If there's a need, God will work, but sometimes his people aren't obedient. There's stories out in the Bible where he's trying to, he needs some leadership and, and some step up and some don't. If there's a need in our church, maybe it's because there's a piece, there's a Lego, <laughs> and all it's doing is laying on the floor causing problems when it should be fitly joined together. Does that make sense? It should be compacted together, every joint supplying, and then the church grows and edifies. So I I think there's some some pieces of the puzzle. Have you ever put together a puzzle and just missed the last few pieces? How frustrating is that? How frustrating? How frustrating is it to have almost the whole church firing as one, but a few pieces just not quite where they ought to be? Here are some immediate needs at Bible Baptist Church. Let's get real practical get along, get involved. What do I do? Well, let me give you some suggestions. I don't know you're gifting. Again, just because you think you're gifted in something doesn't mean you are gifted. Let somebody else speak into your life about that. I would love to be gifted to music. I'm not. That's okay. I guess if I was in heaven and and got to choose the gifts that I received, I would probably choose differently than I got. But I got to take what I got and use it for Him. right? And so, Let some people speak. Here's some things we need. Bus ministry. We need the bus ministry in our church used to be more of a young person ministry. That's not the case now. I won't tell you the average age of our bus worker right now, but it's uh, it's older than me. (laughs) So uh, we need to have some. I'm not saying it's you. I'm not. I'm not trying to guilt you anything. I'm just saying there's a need. And if. If God works in your heart and says, like, I, can, I can't do it every Wednesday, but I want to be part of the bus ministry, maybe I can do it. Maybe you're saying I could be part of that fitly joined together piece of puzzle on Wednesday night in a bus ministry. Right? The nursery. I worked in the nursery one time. We had the men do it on Mother's Day. Biggest mistake we ever made <laughs> as a church. <laughs> the, the women revolted and said, don't ever do that for us again. <laughs> nursery we're starting a new toddler nursery to to help and i know they've got pieces but there's i'm sure there's more bricks that could be filled in there extras spares one of our ladies today said i told the ladies in the nursery if you need anything call me today because i know it's pretty hectic in there awesome no that is it's a it's a, it's a, a brick fitly joined together just laying in wait that's awesome That's what we need to do. Uh, Check in. We just need people to help check in people and make sure classes are checked in and different things. We're we're working on some more of of that stuff, but there'd be positions available. Maintenance, always things to do around the church. And if you're gifted, maintenance is a thing. Uh, Kids' classes, you know, again, we have workers, but we need to maybe expand and change and and fill in. So kids' classes, sound booth is is a ministry of our church that maybe could use some extra people. Again, I'm not going to go in the sound booth. I don't have the ear for it, I don't have the technology for it. It's not my place of service. Maybe it's yours. Orchestra is one. And I, as I read this, I, I got convicted because I am an accomplished cymbal player. I, I am. I, 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 I dabble in triangle, I dabble in woodblock, but I'm proficient in cymbals. And so uh, <laughs> I did play cymbals. I, I'm not an orchestra. I don't play in the orchestra, but maybe you do have an instrument that you play. What I'm saying is, even if we can't identify the right spot for you, God can. Jesus Christ created you and gifted you for a purpose. And again, this doesn't, I've talked a lot about well, how this fits together on like service times. I'm not talking, your gift is to be used 24-7. It, it doesn't, your gift is not to be used like, okay, I'm going to hospitality on church time. No, you could do that all, maybe you're using, your, I hope you are, and you should be, right? But we are focusing on like the body moving together. So you should be using your gift to edify the body and glorify the head—that's what—that's what it's all about. The head gets all the glory; it's Jesus Christ. The body is edified and grows, and brings more glory to the head, Jesus Christ. That's how it works. You want to? That's how you walk worthy. Chapters one to three lays out. This is a, this is the church. Uh, how Jesus died for it, how you're saved in chapter 2 and how he broke down the walls between all, there's no division anymore and then chapter 4 says, you want to walk worthy? Get along with each other. Get involved and find your place and serve to the body of Christ. Would you bow your head and close your eyes? I got one question for you with your heads bowed and eyes closed. How how are you using your gift right now in the body of Christ? You should have an answer in your head right now. How, how am I using, I'm gifted. I identify my gift. How have I applied my gift to bring edification to the body and glorification to Christ? If you can't identify something in your heart, and your mind right now, would you let that be a conviction in your heart and understand that I want to walk worthy of this vocation. God gave me a gift. I ought to be using it. Would, would you apply your gift this week? Contact us. Go online. Your registration is a, is a place to go on the volunteer form. We'll work you through that. Uh, what if the entire body of Bible Baptist Church was fitly joined together and then compacted by which every joint supply is bringing edification and glorification. That's how God desires it to be. Heavenly Father, thank you for our time. Thank you for your word. And I pray that you would just uh, convict hearts now and Lord help us as pastoral staff to use our gifts to edify the body but also to identify gifts in others that we might be the picture of Jesus Christ Uh, in this lost and dying world. In your precious name we pray. Amen.